Hi everyone and welcome to Setting the Tone. Um, really excited by today's episode. I am sitting down with Temples on Mars to discuss their current EP, Parallels Volume 1. And of course, their big news, they are playing the Dog 2 stage next year at Download Festival. So stick around because that's coming right next to Setting the Tone. Welcome to Setting the Tone. Um, Thank you. I'm just going to I'm just going to start with a bit of background info to some of my listeners that may or may not be familiar with yourselves. So, um, Templar Mars are a London-based electric rock band formed of ex-members of Agent Starseed and Spandal Sect, formed December 2017. The band comprises of members James Donaldson on guitar and vocals, Gerald Jill on guitars and backing vocals. Um, Daz Carcass, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, I do apologise Daz if I haven't, on bass, bass, synth and backing vocals, and Dean Gibb on drums. Um, the band have been influenced by bands such as Tall, Muse, Mudvayne, Avenged Sevenfold, ACDC, um, Guns N' Roses, Dark Straits, among many other fantastic bands out there. To date, the band have released a self-debut album on the 6th of April 2018, and more recently, they have released an EP titled Parallels Volume 1 on the 3rd of July, um, which has received glowing reviews um, around, accompanied by tours, uh, UK tours, international support slots, such as festivals like Macmillan Festival, um, Prog Power, Planet Rock, um, Winter's End, and Euroblast in Germany. And of course, there was a, a headline tour in South Africa. Um, so just going to crack on, guys, with the first question. Uh, Parallels Volume 1 has been out a matter of weeks. How do you feel the EP has been received so far in your fan base? Um, Gee, do you want yeah. to do this one? You want me to, yeah, you can do this one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gone down really well, um, especially since it's quite a departure from, from the debut album and, and that sound, because it's a... The whole reason it's called Parallels, it's sort of alternate versions of a few tracks on that album. Um, stripped back, but not really acoustic. Uh, quite a bit of sort of electro and synth influence on it. So, you know, it could have gone either way. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's, everyone seems to have, have really embraced it. So yeah, so far so good. Yeah, no, agreed. I think that was interesting one of the things that I picked up on straight away with, with the EP. The, um, the difference in sound. Um, I'm just trying to think of the track that I was listening to the other day. Um, Definitely Afternoon, for argument's sake, was one of the tracks I was listening to. And then yeah, it's the album. The blue. <laughs> and the difference between the album version and the EP, like the album version is like sort of kind of full on your face, guitars, drums and everything. And yeah. the EP version is a little bit more electronic, a little, you know, a bit more, not necessarily techno, but it just takes you down a completely different path to what the album yeah. does. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, um, we just wanted to explore sort of different different ways of, of, of composing these songs, you know, because we, we thought they we thought we wrote some pretty cool songs, and we just thought, well, how would they sound if 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 they weren't in a sort of a rock band setting, you know? And uh, yeah, that's what we tried. <laughs> I, th I think you've succeeded. I think it's um, kind of refreshing to not just stick to one sound and go, this is the album, this is the sound it sounds like, but to kind of go. Well, what if we did it this way, you know, and that's really cool that it's come out that way and it's, it's different. I, do you reckon it caught the fan base off guard a little bit? Like, because obviously they were used to that set of songs and now they've got these set of songs, but in this new kind of rebirth, if you like, do you reckon that kind of caught them off guard? Uh, I'm sure something like the old 
whole like kind of just I just listened to rock music. People probably spat out their tea when they first put it on, but um, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of like, especially like younger, younger generation. You know, I think they're more open to stuff these days. So I think they just probably just took it in their stride and just hopefully just thought, you know, it's 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 either a good song or a bad song, regardless of of what it what instruments are used. You know, so yeah. I think that's the way they took it, I, I imagine. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's really cool. It, you've kind of touched on this already for me, um, Gerard, really, so that's really cool. Um, I was going to ask, how did your ideas come about, you know, taking you know, different ideas from different tracks and composing them? You, I know you kind of briefly touched on Do you mind if you guys go into a little bit more detail on that one for me? Yeah. Um, I guess, like, we all, we don't all, our influences are really wide, you know, um, I know I, for one, listen to a lot of sort of soundscape kind of stuff and electro stuff and even a bit of dance music, you know. Um, and I, I know Jimmy also likes a lot of that stuff. And I know Daz is quite, yeah, he, he likes it, a lot yeah. of, yeah, he loves a lot of synth stuff as well. So I think we've always just kind of wanted to incorporate that stuff into our music somewhere. Um, and I think we will on the next album, but it'll still be like heavy, heavy rock is like the main thing. But because this is an EP, I think we're like, well, let's just go down the avenue and, and just kind of explore that other side of stuff that we like listening to, you know? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm all for kind of diversity and variety in music. And there's, I think in some respects, don't disrespect the people out there, but there's nothing worse than kind of being stuck in, in your lane. You know, exactly. Wrong yeah. with exploring different sounds. Like I grew up, listening to i'm not even ashamed to say it out loud but i grew up listening to britney spears and christina Aguilera as a, as a young kid teenager and um, yeah and then prior to that as like i don't know from the age of probably I don't know, eight years old something like that my mum and dad had stuff like bon jovi dire straits foreigner um even then my mum would play like 80s electric pop like nick kershaw and ultravox so oh, and then the teens, I went through a dance electronic phase. I, I don't know why, but I did, and I don't necessarily regret it. And I sort of then came back around to rock, you know, Guns N' Roses and stuff that I was kind of listening to as a child that was getting played. Yeah. So, yeah, diversity is cool. There's nothing worse than, for me than people just sort of being stuck in a single lane. You, you know, you can you can come out of that box. It's fine. It's safe. Trust me. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we just don't want we just don't want to repeat ourselves either. You know, like <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with having a sound. It's like even when we're like cause we're in the um album writing cycle now for, for our next record and you know we're kind of we're making lives a bit harder for ourselves because we don't want to you know repeat ourselves in terms of like song structures or chord progressions or melodies um but also at the same time it, it just kind of happens organically as well so not making much sense but yeah and we're, we're kind of treating each each sort of set of recordings as like its own thing no that's that fine I, I think that's absolutely cool to do um james like it like you say it's if i was to say there's one band that probably annoys me but full respect to me it's all like iron maiden and for the reason that i personally think that everything they've done even though they've been hugely successful and that's great but it all just sounds the same so it kind of annoys me. I don't like to feel it as a, like a, if I was speaking to a fan as a consumer that I've bought one album and I've bought the band's next one, it kind of feels, you know, I've kind of bought the same album twice, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm all for a band kind of just pushing the boxes and, you know, ripping up the script and trying something differently. Um, I'm all for that. So fair, you know, fair play to you guys for 
I guess starting again and uh, a blank canvas and just pushing and you know what works, yeah. what doesn't. So that's cool. Well, I guess we, we like just don't want to. You know, where Iron Maiden is like, I think even if they wanted to do something different, they can't because they're yeah, literally yeah, exactly. they're like bottles of piss will rain down on them from like, <laughs> the stadium. If they even came out with anything that didn't sound like everything else they've done. So, yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. don't want to be in a situation where you, you, you know, you kind of your fans literally take you to town just because you've tried something new. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I, I think, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a weird one. Like, you kind of like, you either from the beginning kind of choose to be diverse or like uh, Gerald said, like stick to a sound like, you know, ACDC, IMA and you know, that they're great sounds, great songs. And you know exactly what you're getting and that's what their fans want. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, like take a like Metallica, when they released the black album, there were lots of people that weren't very happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, but then I think I think where you get like the best bands who who really fucking nail it is bands actually who who kind of they grab you when you're young and and you grow up with them so they change gradually as you get older. Like I think bands like like maybe Thrice, Mastodon, I think are great at doing it. Like you listen to their first album and you listen to what they're doing now. Yeah, completely different bands. Really different, but like they didn't just. They didn't just change overnight. They gradually, gradually changed. And you, you almost grew up with it. Like those first albums, I was young. I just wanted to bang my head against the wall. And now it's like I'm a bit older. And like they don't kind of, you know, more more interesting and intricate like songwriting and stuff. And it's like, cool. <laughs> you know, they, they thrice or another one, you know, just like they were kind of, kind of hardcore punky, you know, early on. And now they, I don't know what they are, but they just, they speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th I think you hit the nail exactly on the head. Uh, you know, with both what you're saying, like you've got on one hand, you've got the bands that have, you know, define their sound. You know what you're getting, and that's absolutely cool. Like, I, I've, by no means am I knocking on all their fans just so yeah, I can yeah. get all the angry fans at the door. You know, for them, you know, for those guys, it works. For me, I just, I tried it. It didn't work. I was like, oh, okay, it feels like the last one, but never mind. And and that's cool. They've made a career. You know, same for ACDC, but. 100% I get what you're saying like bands like Fry, Smashdown, even probably some from more current for like some of the youngsters like the Blooming Horizon when they started off we all know how sort of like screamy and hardcore yeah. their shows were and now like their tracks get played on Radio 1 so when their first album would never got played on Radio 1 because it's more yeah, it's, not, exactly. it's not radio friendly so that's that's the defining transition in their sound there yeah um, no that's really cool those guys are nuts though like because they released like their electronic um, album like around Christmas time and then sort of like six or seven months later, they're, they're writing sort of heavy rock again. I think that they're quite impressive how, how quickly they do chop and change between. I fully agree with that, James. I think also that someone said this to me about six months ago, that they're a band that kind of, um, not necessarily predict the future, but they're writing music that's probably two years ahead of its time, where it should be. And that's why sometimes some people are not necessarily on board straight away because they're still, those people have got two years to get to that level to understand where those guys are coming from. But I'd agree that those guys do sort of churn it around so quickly in terms of their writing. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're very, very um, a, a good work rate. You know, they're, they're not lazy guys, I don't think. No, I think that's something to be said. I think, like, definitely there's nothing, you, you, you're not going to kind of, push those boundaries and make headway just by kind of like sitting on on one track so to speak so definitely it's unfortunately it's definitely about the, the work that you put in um and then the rewards 
should show from that. Um, which leads me, I guess, lovely onto my next question for you guys, which I can tell you guys have put the work in because download 2021 um, is next summer. I can't believe we're not having a we haven't had a download this year, which is absolutely <laughs> criminal. But um, guys, firstly, congratulations. That's massive. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you. I was trying to work out if I'm being completely honest with you guys, if it's your first or second appearance. Um, so the question would be, is it the first or second appearance firstly, is my first question. First first appearance as Temples on Mars. Perfect. But members of our, of our band have been at Download and other bands. Ah, and so I think Gerald is probably going to be the, uh, the most capped Download South African on the planet. <laughs> by June next year. There's got to oh, be a record for that, Gerald. You, you got to be in some Guinness World. world I don't know. Uh, how many times? Have, how many times have Seether played Download? I'm sure, they're a bit more than me. I don't know. I have to, I have to, I have yeah. to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It's. I'm not going to lie. It's now got me wondering how many successful um, South African musicians have graced the stages of download at Donovan, and I'm certainly going to go away after this interview and look that up. <laughs> not message. I don't know. I, I think it's just Cedar. No, 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 no. Steve, I saw um, the Antwoord uh, with Dan. Oh, of course. Uh, the Was it 2019? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Um, that, that was that was a funny thing to watch because like obviously very dancey, um, and but all the all the metalheads that were complaining about those guys being on stage, like you know fifty percent of those guys were all the ones like dancing along <laughs> <laughs> after a few beers. So yeah. Yeah, it was it was quite divisive. But yeah, I mean I enjoyed their set. They were quite amusing. I'm not going to lie, I, um, I was watching right, right Against, if I'm honest, that day, uh, but I did see, um, as, I, as I was coming out of Rise Against, I saw what was going on with Diane, <laughs> uh, and the scenes did look a little bit like, what is going on here, where have I, have I, got, have I gone like to uh, a Creamfields festival, electronic festival, where my download, yeah. it's, download is so diverse nowadays, it's unreal, um, <laughs> I, I, I hate to be Andy Coffin trying to plan and book that festival to cater to everybody and appease everyone it must be crazy yeah um yeah. I, I saw i saw some funny stuff like when um and th this is in the public domain because because this is on i think it was twitter or instagram when the announcement came out someone tagged andy saying um at andy or whatever um you could have done better and he tags it back saying your parents could have done better <laughs> 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 it's, yeah. oh, if ever there was a burn that's a burn and a half right you need to get some burn cream for that burn um, <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty funny like like i said i can repeat it because it was it was online so, um, this is it it's it's information to the public it's it's free it's like looking at wikipedia it's there it's not it's not like you're lying there james so wow um i'm not gonna i'm kind of shocked pardon I was going to say, I'm kind of shocked that Andy has, um, has fired back. You know, I've, I've met Andy, and I mean very briefly, just coming out after gigs um, in London. And it's like kind of like, hi, and, and that's it. So he comes across quite reserved and quite calm, but I, they just must have pushed the, like, the last button on him that they must have been having a bad day to respond. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or, or, or potentially repeat offender. I don't know. I could probably find it, send it to you. It's pretty funny. Oh, please do. Certainly offline, that'd be great. Like, I do feel for him because 
um you know when when Dallas started we all know it was monster rock back in the day and obviously it was kind of like we said it was bands like acdc uh, i imagine you know they had their sound and that's what people were going for but now it's it feels almost like when you wake up there's a different sound or a different band doing something differently that brings a whole new audience around so it's 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 a nightmare to kind of a put a festival on full stop it's hard enough doing a local gig with like local bands let alone a festival with international artists and then you've got to make the thing sell as well as appeasing everyone it's, it's an absolute nightmare so hats off to the guy for doing it year in year out um but i guess for you guys obviously this is going to be your debut as temples on mars um so like what's your emotions like and if you've got anything special planned for this debut show when you when you hit the dog two stage next year um we we honestly haven't i mean it's been a weird time like i'm not gonna lie with with lockdown like we've we've you know we've released an ep uh which we recorded before lockdown of course mm-hmm. um we're working a new album so we've kind of like between now and june next year we've no idea what our set's gonna look like or sound like um at this point in time we're still waiting for our um rehearsal rooms to open so we can get in obviously it, it's no big issue but um i mean we're really excited about it um i think we before we play download um we're gonna hopefully depending on what the live music scene's doing um get a lot more uh, you know stage time and trying to work out what what works and what doesn't from our, our new lot of songs and our old lot of songs because obviously you know you're putting new songs there it's got to work with the old stuff um i think the set's only like 25 maximum 30 minutes so we want to use every minute of that to um impress some new fans and give some old fans a you know a, a thank you for their support over the years um you know it's all been worth it kind of thing uh i don't know what are your no exactly man uh yeah i mean pretty much everything you said you know it's, we don't know what the set's gonna look or feel like so um yeah we can't really plan <laughs> until we sort of rehearse a few a few sets and see what we feel and i mean first we have to kind of i guess learn <laughs> learn these new songs we've been writing <laughs> that's like step number one um yeah so i think we got yeah we've got a lot of work ahead of us um as soon as these restrictions if they do ever ease up eases up um but yeah i don't know man Come to some shows next year before download and find out, I guess. <laughs> Tell us what works. Tell us what doesn't work. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's, the other, that's the other thing. Like, you know, like, I was, of course, over the moon when I found out. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know, knowing how, like, there's probably still going to be some social issues or something. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, obviously, I'd love, I'd love for it to be just like, you know, the classic download no social restrictions or anything so that, that that's my ideal but the you know the realistic part of me is like well maybe there might you know maybe there's a few less people allowed next year i don't know um you know if there's a second wave of infections between now and then might it be cancelled again you know with social distancing it, it has raised a lot of questions as well because it is a, it's a very weird time and then also but at the same time you know that the, the the music scene in the UK, you know, not just bands, but everyone that works in it has taken a massive, massive hit. 
doing, you know, it's basically wiped out the industry in a few months. So I, I really would like to see it back because, you know, being in a band is great, but, you know, it's just the tip of the iceberg, like being able to get out and play, you know, you, you rely on venues being there, you re rely on stage crew, you rely on sound guys, lighting guys, you know, promoters, everyone, you know, it's a big, massive ecosystem of people, you know, working together to achieve a, a common goal. Everyone needs everyone. Uh, I would like to see that part of the, you know, economy, you know, start, start to come back from, from where it currently is. So I really do want to go ahead, um, but no restrictions would be my ideal. But we'll see. But yeah, over the moon, really happy, really happy. It still doesn't feel like it's real. It's it's real, guys. Like your names, like your name's going to be printed on that giant poster. So it's real, <laughs> but, um, I, I'm with you, James. Like I'm speaking kind of like positively. Like it's going to go ahead, but equally, uh, I share your sentiments that it does cross my mind daily in terms of you know. I, say, I was speaking to my wife last night, and to be quite brutal about, it, I was like, do people honestly? Some people do they honestly enjoy living like this? Because we've not. I don't feel like we've progressed as a such like yes businesses have been allowed to reopen certain businesses but it's almost like a they've been allowed to reopen because the truth matter is without getting too physical there's no money there to keep them afloat anymore so it's kind of like well we'll let you reopen and if you if you get it you get it if you don't great sort of thing. it's kind of like rolling a dice and seeing what you get so i really hope just as much yourself there that download goes to hell because there's so many people that i can imagine have suffered um for not having download and that sounds quite dramatic in the grand scheme of things but um Hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. I really hope so. Yeah, that's good. Definitely. Um, so just coming on with the download theme, just a, a random quirky question that I was, I was thinking of typed out the other day. So you're sitting around the backstage area and it can be alive or dead. Who would you like to share a cold one with and why? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. Yeah. But I mean, I've always got the policy, never meet your heroes. Yeah. Everyone I've heard met the hero has just been so disappointed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's tricky, man. <laughs> um, it is. It is. It is very tricky. Um, I don't know who would I like to drink beer with. I reckon some someone crazy would be like someone like Brett Hines from Mastodon. Let's go cool. get some new face tattoos together. Really pissed <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh, that, that would be cool. I guess it, it'd have to be some, like, for me, it'd just have to be some crew, you know? These two sort of, I don't know, roadie for, for Hendrix or something like that, you know? Oh, I imagine <laughs> Slimmy, Slimmy, Slimmy the stories, you know? Yeah, those stories would be wild. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's fair. Like, I'm not going to lie, I was sitting there just thinking, what what quirky crash can I ask, ask the guys? And that kind of pops into my head, and I'm hoping that, all being well, I can use it next summer um, in the festival. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, definitely. The last one for me, myself here, guys. Um, I know you guys have kind of touched on it a little bit by talking about the album. And I appreciate that we are in a pandemic and everything is literally locked down. But from I guess from now till download, what's kind of your guys' plans um, as, as best they can go ahead with obviously the challenges that we're all under? Um. I mean, we're quite lucky in that we've managed to, during lockdown, we've managed to sort our various houses out so that we can we can do a lot of writing. 
and we can even do a lot of tracking for the album at our respective homes. Um, so we we're able to sort of progress on the album quite a lot, even during heavy restrictions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we've made quite a lot of headway um, in the last couple of months with regards to the new album. So I think that's, that's right now, that's our main focus and just using this time where obviously we can't, we can't gig or we can't rehearse or anything. It's just to try and get as far down the road of this album towards completion, you know? So that when everything does open up, it's like, boom, we've pretty much got an album almost ready to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I'd say, I'd say um, we can't reveal exact dates or too much, mm-hmm. but there's, we, we will have one or two releases, possibly three, before the end of 2020. And uh, with the view of having our album out well, well before download next year, that's the plan. That sounds awesome. Obviously, I appreciate you guys can't say too much because obviously it wouldn't be a secret. Um, so I guess then there's no grand plan. I don't know if you heard, there's no grand plans to do what Trivium done. And that's by uh, Airplane Hannah, where they literally can just live stream and record and build on it for you guys. That's not that's not the plan for next year, unfortunately. Yeah, I just check my bank account and like, there's a big <laughs> yeah, no. I think, I think we could stretch to like a, a rental portaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. uh, maybe if you got like any for half a day <laughs> if you guys start like like a crowdfund campaign maybe we could get like a few of them and then just knock through the walls and <laughs> like, through, like, yeah. a, a block of them that could be like the studio or something um, <laughs> oh, no, we call awesome. it smell fest <laughs> <laughs> i like the name um pa- passing it quickly before someone takes it definitely <laughs> Oh, I hate to think of it. I can't imagine the lineup. Like you would probably have like such like sweet corn as a headliner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, oh yeah, I, that's I, I see. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they um sometimes these ideas just come to me. Sometimes I can't. What do I say? Um, but no, guys. It's yours. Well, you can have it, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I, I think people have to be a bit nutty to take it away from me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I'll, I'll leave the dad jokes there because honestly they're not good they're really not good um, guys for myself thank you very much for obviously agreeing to sit down with myself and setting a tone to discuss what's been going on and obviously the, for next year um, I wish you all the best and hopefully I'll get to see you guys at download um, or at least a show before download fingers crossed so um, thank you and all the, all the very best oh, thank you so much hey, man bro- Mm-hmm. So, um, just question for you, Rob. Go ahead. I, I, I like to I like to t- turn things around. Go ahead, um, go for it. How, how long have you been doing this for? And and when when is the uh, the podcast coming out? Okay, so I'll answer your first question. So, setting the tone was officially born January, and I believe the first episode went out. I think it was end of Feb, beginning of March. Um, and oh, literally cool. the idea came to me because do you guys remember the show on Scuzz that they used to do about emerging bands like show it, like playing one of their videos it was like yeah. around 11 o'clock time on a Sunday yeah. and obviously with Scuzz going under I was like who the hell is trying to shed any light on these emerging bands like what, what's their platform um, and that's kind of like how the idea came around um, in answer to your second question when's the episode coming out all being well um that the, the audio's worked and i've got it mixed i should have it out by this time next week at the earliest i'm oh, sorry the latest that's that's the absolute latest i can normally turn around pretty quickly 
Oh, nice one, man. Well, I hope it, I hope it goes from strength to strength, you know? Thank you. Well, that's, that's the aim. I, I'm, I'm really fortunate that, obviously, I've said to you earlier, Joe, that I've got my, de- my main day job working for an energy company dealing with renewable power. Um, yeah. And this is kind of like a side hustle um, that just allows me the freedom and passion to talk about music and share, share my love for music with, with everyone else. So I'm pretty, awesome. pretty fortunate in that respect. Some of the best things have started as a side hustle, you know, so keep on with it, man. I'm Thank sure you. Thank you, guys. I do, but yeah, we'll, we'll give it, um, yeah, that's what I'm asking when it comes out, we'll, we'll make sure we give it a good push across all of our platforms. No, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, James. Um, absolutely. And hopefully um, get to meet you guys face to face and share a beer um, at some point in the future. Yeah, well, that, you know, if, I'm going to be absolutely positive, optimistic. Download is going to go ahead. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll get together in the middle of the field and drink a beer. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Might even find Jimi Hendrix's road crew if they're still locking around the chest of memories. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for the Zimmer frames. <laughs> I'm sure those guys are still locking around. Surely. Yeah, they're they're actually, I'd say Brett, Brett, Brett Hines will be there, so let, let, let's try and get him to stop. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe share some of his uh, marijuana with me. Maybe. Maybe. That sounds like a good plan. I'm not going to lie. Just chatting with Brett Hines. Well, he, he, got, he got kicked out of the Grammys for dropping all his weed on the floor. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Funny story, you should look it up. It was, it was quite quite amusing. They kicked him out. He's like, why are you kicking me out? And apparently the security guy just said to him, you don't know how to behave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, I'll, um, I'll have a look at that after. And I'm also going to Google, uh, fam- well, not famous, but how many South Africans have shared download more times than Joe. So that's, that's the mission. I, know, I, I, just, I just hope, you know, I hope that's his claim to fame forever. Like, <laughs> that's the only, like, no one cares about his guitar playing or songwriting. It's just guy who's playing <laughs> download most from Pretoria. <laughs> cool. And you're, you're from the same town as Elon, aren't you, Gerald? Elon Musk, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's done a bit brother. better than me, though. No, I don't know. Like, sounds like a bit of an overachiever to me. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he you went to a better school. <laughs> no, no, I think I think you could do a bit better, personally, guys. I think there's room for improvement. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> First band on the moon. <laughs> don't tempt him and pull it. I mean, dude, like you, you just got to team up with him, Gerald. You, I'm, I'm, I'm. Don't want to have to spell it out for you here. You're both from Pretoria. He wants to go to Mars. You're in a band, Temples on Mars. Just put those two together. Oh uh, well, I mean, I've, you know, um, I, I've linked into like some of my posts on Twitter and stuff. You know, <laughs> I've, I've mentioned our connection, and I've, I've, you know, but yeah, nothing yet. <laughs> Be the, that'd be a perfect patch. I'm not gonna lie, Joe. Yeah, well, you know, he might might be a guest, might be VIP at download. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Well, um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll try to bring out the old lingo. <laughs> Make hey, him hurry. What are you doing? What are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta I gotta shoot. Um, oh, I know it's nice. But Rob, really nice to meet you, man. Likewise, yeah, man. guys. Nice thank you. you. Thank you once again. Uh, no, thank you. Know, I will speak to you soon. We'll do indeed. Take okay. care, everyone. Love you, work, guys. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. bye.